the seventh day of the month. I have said these things to you, so that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be complete. John 15, verse 11. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Philippians 4, verse 4. Our consideration of love in the preceding days began a sequence of themes set forth in Galatians 5 as the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Today, we consider joy. In Sunday school, children are sometimes taught this acrostic, Jesus first, others next, yourself last. Is this formula too childish, too simplistic to be true? Certainly it runs utterly against the grain of our culture, which advises us to look out for number one, and we all know who that is. Even in church circles, we often hear this counsel given to those who spend their lives serving others in the name of Jesus. Take time for yourself, or you'll get burned out. But what do you suppose Mother Teresa would have said had you told her that? Wrestle valiantly with answers to these questions. What is the source of the deepest and most lasting joy I know? How does this joy compare to the fleeting frivolities that advertise themselves as being sources of true happiness? In times of confusion, distress, and grief, What does it mean to be able to rejoice in the Lord always? Consider the possibility that the best time we can take for ourselves is our time of contemplation before God, our time in conversation with God. Could it be that the lack of joy we call burnout is related to our neglect of just such contemplation and conversation with the divine as we seek to aid others through our own strength and wisdom alone. Opening Prayer O God, how happy are those whose strength is in you, those who, while going through the barren valleys of life, make them places of springs. In their hearts are the highways to Zion. Cause us to be numbered with them, to find in you our dwelling place. Now and hereafter, grant us the delight of living in your house, ever singing your praise. Amen. Psalm 95, verses 1 through 7. Come, let's shout praises to God. Raise the roof for the rock who saved us. Let's march into his presence singing praises, lifting the rafters with our hymns. And why? Because God is the best, high king over all the gods. In one hand, he holds deep caves and caverns. In the other hand, grasps the high mountains. He made ocean, he owns it. His hands sculpted earth. So come, let us worship. Bow before him, on your knees before God who made us. Oh yes, he's our God, and we're the people he pastures, the flock he feeds. From the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 8, verses 1 through 3. All the commandments that I am commanding you today, you shall be careful to do that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord swore to give to your forefathers. You shall remember all the way which the Lord your God has led you in the wilderness these forty years, that he might humble you, testing you, to know what is in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. He humbled you and let you be hungry and fed you with manna which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, 
that he might make you understand that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by everything that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. From Paul's letter to the Colossians, chapter 1, verses 1 through 14. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ who are at Colossae, grace to you and peace from God our Father. We give thanks to you, to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love which you have for all the saints, because of the hope laid up for you in heaven, of which you previously heard in the word of truth, the gospel which has come to you, just as in all the world also, it is as constantly bearing fruit and increasing, even as it has been doing in you, also since the day you heard of it and understood the grace of God and truth just as you learned it from Epaphras, our beloved fellow bondservant, who is a faithful servant of Christ on our behalf, And he also informed us of your love in the Spirit. For this reason also, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, to please him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for the attaining of all steadfastness and patience joyously, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. For he rescued us from the domain of darkness and transformed us to the kingdom of his beloved Son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. From the Gospel of John, the sixth chapter, verses 30 through 33 and 48 through 51. So they said to him, What then do you do for a sign that you may, we may see and believe you? What work do you perform? Our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness. As it is written, he gave them bread out of the heaven to eat. Jesus then said to him, Truly I say to you, it is not Moses who has given you the bread out of heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread out of heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down of heaven and gives life to the world. I am the bread of life. Your father ate the manna in the wilderness and they died. This is the bread which has come down out of heaven so that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down of a heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread also which I give for the life of the world is my flesh. It's a reading of the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Prayer for Saturday. Prepare our hearts, O Lord, to join together with your whole congregation to praise and serve you. Reveal your presence to all who will gather in adoration and self-offering. To those who cannot for good reason go gladly into your house, Give your strength and consolation that they may know of the concern of their communities of faith. Make us receptive to your word for us and enable us to know and do your will. Bind your people together in a shared faith, a common witness, and compassionate service to the world through Jesus our Savior. Amen. A prayer from the 12-step community entitled the 12 Steps Prayer power greater than myself as I understand you. 
I willingly admit that without your help, I am powerless over addiction, and my life has become unmanageable. I believe you can restore me to sanity. I turn my life and my will over to you. I have made a searching and fearless moral inventory of myself, and I admit to you, to myself, and to another the exact nature of my wrongs. I am entirely ready to have you remove these defects of character. I humbly ask you to remove my shortcomings. I have made direct amends to all persons I have harmed except when to do so would injure them or others. I will continue to take personal inventory, and when I am wrong, I will promptly admit it. I seek through prayer and meditation to improve my conscious contact with you and pray only for knowledge of your will for me and the power to carry it out. Grant me the grace to carry the message of your help unto others and to practice the principles of the 12 steps in all my affairs. Amen.